Welcome back, everyone. This is Michael Watford, the host of Things Our Father Never Told Us. I am so happy to be back. This is my second episode. My first episode was back on March the ni- March nineteenth. I did that episode. I was and I was in a place in my life that I had so much to share, so much to talk about, and now. That has been um, some time now. I have so much to share. Now, this episode, which I want to keep every episode, is going to be a 30-minute podcast. Um, Did a lot of cleanup work. Did a lot of changing. uh, Took some advice from everyone. I really appreciate everyone's advice. You guys gave me some um, details of what I did wrong. You gave me some ideas, and you told me what I did right. You shared some stories that that told me, like, Mike, I can't believe that you was going through that. Mike, we had similar stories. So it was just really good to do something that I'd never done before. And I was just so happy and so blessed to just get anything for any, for anyone. So I appreciate everyone that has listened to it, has told me about it, has wanted to start their own thing, which I know I had a couple people who have and, and talked to me about how, how to start. And this is going to be very, this is going to be a very clean cut uh, straight to the point. Uh, we're not gonna I'm not gonna hold back. I'm definitely each week want to have a guest, one of my friends who gonna come on. Uh, we're gonna have some male friends, got some female friends that definitely want to share their stories. Not only share their stories, but share their experiences as far as like how they are as an adult, the things that they learn from their father or stepfather or grandfather, and be able how they conduct themselves today and how they conduct themselves around their own kids. So um, about myself, since. Um, one one of the things that was told me, like, Mike, you got to stay on topic. Got to stay on topic. So this topic tonight I'm going to talk about is closure. And closure means a lot of things to everyone. My definition of closure means that I'm closing one thing to start a new thing. I'm closing a book to start a new book. I'm closing a relationship to start a new relationship. I'm closing, I'm closing, on, a, I'm closing on, a, on a house because I'm about to end because I'm ending this apartment deal. So closure is a lot of things to everyone. And one of the closures that I had and one of the experiences that I had uh, last week, I actually met my father uh, for the first time in a year that I met him from, a, from that time that I haven't met him in six years or saw him in six years. And one of the things that was just so eye-opening and stuff like that, because the reason why uh, I was meeting him, because it was one of my aunt's birthdays, and my grandmother was hosting it, and she wanted to uh, have that big mama bring everybody together, have everybody stay over. And then I, when I saw my father, I saw, I didn't see the growth that I would thought I would have saw a year from when we last spoke to each other. And so when I did see that, and I felt that when he was trying to talk to me, it, was, it wasn't as genuine and it looked kind of manufactured. I kind of just told him, hey, dad, we're not cool. We're not, we're not going to try to give each other hugs and handshakes and all that stuff. We're not cool. And he continued, he used to continue to talk to the family members and stuff like that. He didn't say another word to me. And then it, it kind of just opened my eyes to... How I am now, this version of Michael Watford compared to previous versions of, of myself, and how I'm very straight to the point as far as like, either you're gonna love me or leave me alone. Either you're gonna put the effort into me or you're not. Either you're gonna walk the line with me or you, won't, or you don't. And that's okay. I'm okay 
letting things go. I'm okay. I'm not trying to always fight and let and allow things to be one-sided. This version of myself has closed that book on those things that I was always trying to do too much. And I knew I was getting crumbs. I was trying to do too much. I knew I was not getting the best of the other person. And it's funny enough that when it, when I thought of this closure, I thought of the women, the women I dated, the family I cut off, um, jobs and stuff like that. It was just one of those things that when I think about when I think about that, I look at why did I need it? I said why did I need to have that closure? And you probably talk to yourselves each and every time, and you probably ask yourself. Why do I need to let certain things go? Why do I need to cut things out? Is this thing that I'm holding on to progressing me in my life? And sometimes, you know, they have they say keep the faith. You want to hold on to those things. But other times you got to just let things go. And you got to have that closure. And be comfortable with the closure. Be comfortable with the feedback if it's negative. Be comfortable that you're going to people who are not going to be bothered with you anymore. And that's okay. I had to be understand. I had to understand that I had to be comfortable that I was going to lose people. I knew when I became an adult, I had I had people that were not my friends. They were associates or they were friends of my friends. And that's one of the things I learned over time. And you know the thing that people say that everybody's not your friend. And that is so true. Because everybody's not your friend. Everybody and everybody is a person who is just here to occupy a space and time and get you from point A to point B till you meet the next person and meet the next person. So the one thing that I learned from having closure with my father was having that closure that he could never ever be my father ever again he could be a man that able to tell me things that could help me benefit my my wealth benefit my business but that fatherly love not gonna have that ever again and I'm okay to say that and I'm okay and comfortable enough and I had a lot of family members who told me Mike well what if something would happen to your dad or something like that and Right now, my dad is just, he's just a man to me. He's just another man to me. Now, can that change? Yes, but change works, is, change is, is on both sides. I'm willing to make that change if he's willing to make that change. But when a person is set in their ways, in which most people deal with people who are set in their ways, like, my time is too valuable to give you this, to give you the best of me. And so... I learned now that I learned that and I have studied myself and I made the correct changes. I now I'm I'm using that into like my relationships with women, my relationships, my relationship with businesses and stuff like that. And understanding that everything is never going to last forever. Everything is not put here for us to be forever. Is a time and season for certain things and certain ways to go about. And in order for us to to evolve over time, we have to change with the times. We have to be able to adapt. And we have to make sure that we're not bringing old ways into the new ways. Because the old ways are going to die out. And the way that people are 
prolonging their life, prolonging their thoughts, prolonging the way they live is that they're always adapting to the situation. They're always learning new ways, new techniques to do certain things. And and now I, I finally figured that out. And so now I'm just so appreciative. So when a person gives me their ass, that's great. Because that's all you was able to give me. Doesn't mean any, it's nothing more, nothing less. You gave me your ass because that's all you knew how to do. Now, were you taught better? Possibly. But did you choose that route? Is the, always the question I ask myself. I try, when I try to study people and I try to understand people. Um, perfect example. It was a woman I was talking to. And at first, we were having conversations, getting to know each other, telling her things about myself, things that, I, that, were, um, that didn't go right in my relationship, things that did go right, because there's always a two-way street with that. So after some time, I was, fe- I was feeling that the conversations were getting a bit stale. So I started saying, okay, we are talking on an intellectual level about our wants and needs, our growth and stuff like that. Uh, where do we see ourselves in years? Where do we see um, what our vision boards are? Um, and just do, doing things, doing things, you know, just that I think most people do that allows them to have successful relationships. But then when the phone calls were getting less and less, or if I offer to meet up and things of that nature, and or when I get cancellation after cancellation after cancellation, my new saying now, and guys, this is something I could use, this is something I use, and women, this is something that you can use. My new saying that I tell the significant other, I always ask, after I see that there's a stalemate that we're not going anywhere, or this conversation is not getting any better and stuff, I always ask this question, so why did we exchange numbers? Now, I didn't think about that until probably a few months ago, and now that's no, that's my new normal now. Because the thing is, is that when people do business deals, they change the number because they want that business deal to actually happen. Same thing goes for relationships. I don't exchange. I don't just give out my number to, to give out my number. I give them my number because I felt that we built up a bond to be able to have conversations, to be able to talk. When I feel that that number is not being used to the fullest of its capacity, why did we exchange numbers? And so when I don't get a response to that, or when they, when at that time the person want to be transparent, say, "Might I'm not in the right place," or "I just got out this last relationship and I'm still trying to figure out who I am," or "Might I'm trying to like understand who you are, but you know most men," and uh, and that's when I said, "You know what?" That's when I say I appreciate your time, but right now, this is not this is not what you need and want, because what you need is a person of character, a person who's willing to see his own fuck-ups, acknowledge it, embrace it, and give you a game plan of how I'm going to move forward and do better by it. And when that's not reciprocated by the other person, 
and and women, this is the same thing. When you guys are going through and you want to be able to have that type of relationship with that person, that person only gives you just an ounce while you giving them a gallon. What are we doing? Why are we doing this? How long this is going to keep going? And I see those things and I get people who talk to me. I have those conversations back and I always try to figure out is is certain things generational if certain things are just based off situational. Uh, best thing I ever heard from Chris Rock, he said, and he was talking about men, men are as faithful as the options. And it goes the same thing for women. Women are as just as faithful as the options. And that's why I, I, was, I was laughing when I heard this, the uh, saying, hot girl summer, because... When you're a hot girl, you have a summer, you know everybody, you got the guy you want to be with, and then there's a guy that want to be with you. So you know how to work, you know how to work the system. Same thing with guys. There's a woman you want to be with, and then there's a woman that want to be with you. But you know how to work the system, you know how to get what you want. And so when I was thinking about that, I thought that's the same way my father was to me. And my father was just, my father was not a person that he ever wanted to take responsibility. So it was, it was one of those things when I was, as a, as a grown up in my 20s, I didn't, I wasn't doing right, which everybody heard my first episode. I wasn't being able to provide and things of that nature, but I didn't take responsibility of what I could have done and max out my capacity and max out my abilities and max out my talent. I thought my talent was about as about as strong as as a rubber band when it wasn't, and so I had to be able to lose and be able to not have what I needed to have to understand what I really needed. And so, based off those things, I was able to build up build up this strength, this internal strength, and build up this this new version of myself. That's like you know what when I go out. I get people who tell me on my social media, Mike, you didn't hit you didn't hit me up. Not that I didn't hit you up. It was just that I was just bad all by myself. And sometimes that right there, being that I could be able to go out there and not have everybody around me surrounding me, just gave me the strength and power that I could be able to do that and let people know when I go out there, when I walk in, you feel my presence. You feel my strength. And I have to walk with a group. I'm Michael Watford. I stand alone. And that's good. That's fine. I go into battle. And I'm going to battle with everything because I'm well prepared for the battle. And so one of the things that I had to learn was I had to learn that when you're in relationships, a lot of times you're not taught about a battle because sometimes people are still bringing weapons from old battles. They're bringing weapons of old wars. And not studying, this person has grown. This person's not the same person. I had to know when I date women, the conversation I have with one woman can't be, may not be the same conversation I have with another woman. The best, the best thing you could possibly do is be able to have versatility and be able to have different conversations and different things to talk about. Um, I was just talking. I was just recently talking to someone, and we were just talking about the politics and talking about the democratic, um, the democratic debates. 
Then we were talking about the paper on uh, the pay scandal about all these parents paying for their kids um, to go to all these um, prolific schools. And then I was talking to a person about real estate and how to grow my business and grow uh, and how to um, get the business up and going, figuring out which months are good months to be able to get into the market and be able to create a cash flow for myself so I could even add more to my portfolio. And so when I'm dating and stuff like that, I'm be able to show this significant other, um, hey, hey, babe, listen, I want you to have, I want you to see this is what I bring to the table. So whatever you bring. Like it's a bonus, and that's think that's the one of the things when it comes to closure. When anybody gets a job, the best part about the job is getting a signing bonus. That man, not only they hired me, but they add in a bonus to what I'm getting. They add they add in more um, more perks to what I'm getting into. So I'm able to close from this one to start this one, and so that's why I'm just so happy and thankful. That I'm thankful for all the losses, all the losses that I have because I learned and I learned so much. I learned so much from my dating. I learned so much from my family. And I, I learned enough that I could be able to, I could be able to get, a, I get a, a piece of this and a piece of this part of the pie and a piece of this part of the pie and another piece of that part of the pie to make my own Michael pie. And when you make your own pie, no one could dictate how that pie should be. People don't have to agree with your pie. People don't have to uh, affiliate with your pie. That's okay because it's your pie. It's your authentic pie. And nobody can take that away from you because you didn't you wasn't counterfeit with it. You took you took portions of everyone. Thoughts, opinions, feelings, everything. And you created your own. And so one of the things I wanted to make sure that I express myself when it comes to having closure is being able to know when to see closure, being able to know how closure is coming up, is coming your way. Uh, one of the things I realized that closure was needed and it's, and it's coming my way is just body language. When um, keeping your word, and I, and I appreciate I had a pastor that told me a long time ago, you could lose a lot of things, but when you lose your name, you can't get that back. Your name is much stronger than the money that's in your pocket. And when you lose your name and people will close your name, people will close on doors on you because you're not worthy of their time. You don't have any worth to them. So I had to, when I was struggling, build my name, build my name, build my name, build my name because I didn't have a name. All my name was this person might was just go out there and just do whatever, being very scrappy, just do whatever. I didn't have a brand to say, this is who he is. I was everything to everybody. Now, when people see Michael Wofford, this is who he is. And you can either love it or you don't. And that's okay. Because each and every day, we go to work every day. We don't know who we're working with. We don't know who we are doing business with. But some people 
will ride or die with a person that they don't even know who they're riding and dying with. Don't ride and die with the person you trying to that you're trying to work with. Create your own. Stand on your own two feet. Be aggressive. Be smart. And that's the, and that's the one thing when having closure. When you have closure, you close out the noise. You close out the bullshit. You close out the consistently inconsistent. So you could be consistent. That you could be firm and strong and be able to set new standards, new rules, new guidelines that other people could follow. When I came when I came into the podcast thing, I didn't have anyone to teach me what I was doing, how I was doing, how I was recording, how my voice sound, what to get, what to do. I just winged it. I winged it. I was hoping I was hoping for whatever. But now I have the experience and I see my my failures and I know what I needed to do and how I needed to edit. And that's what a lot of people need to do more. Sometimes we need to edit ourselves so we can allow closure to come in and then it can open up a brand new. So that was one that was just one of the things I felt over this time frame that I need to do more editing. Because when you edit yourself, you're just loving yourself more than everybody else loves you. And no one could love you more than you love yourself. Each of us take time every day to think about things that goes on in our life. Let's take time to edit ourselves. To say, hey, you know what? I've been a fucked up friend. I need to call my friends more. You know what? I've been a fucked up family member. I need to, I need to show them that I, that I care about them and love them. And I am an asset to the family. You know what, this job, this job is not working for me. Okay, I need to edit myself, whether I need to go to school, or whether I need to take YouTube classes, or whether I need to read more and, and cut off the TV, or whether I need to go on a diet and stop eating and eating my money away, so I can be able to get into the right shape in my mind, my body, my soul, and my spirit to get what I need to get. Um, earlier today, I had a friend who told me, he said, Mike, I'm getting a house. And it felt so empowering. Like this person, I remember this person when we were just trying to hang out in, in Queens. And now this man is already married, family, and now getting a house. And I just said, and I said, I just so happy of your progression. I'm so happy of your growth. I'm so happy of what you have done. And the one thing he just did. And the one thing, and I've known this man for 20 years, he always told me, he's like, Mike, I always, I'm always on time. If I didn't know anything about this man, he's always on time. He was never late. He never tried to be late. He never tried to make any excuses. He was always on time. And so now I use that, and I said, that was the one of the things that he used to get on me. He's like, Mike. Like you being you, you never on time, you never doing this, you never doing that. And now I was like, okay. I had to get out of that mindset and be like, oh, I'm fashionably late. Oh, I don't know, because that was just being disrespectful to him. 
and he could have closed he could have closed me out as a friend and he stuck with me because he saw my growth he saw that I was my mind wasn't there yet and he was like Mike just do this might just do that might just do that and I couldn't I was only limited to do what I was able to do but then when I start when God started blessing me I was able to do those things and I was able to keep my word and I was able to be consistent so I say that to say this when it comes to family when it comes when it comes to um friends uh when it comes to relationship be consistent keep your word always make sure that the person is versatile in what they're saying what they're doing and then if there's things that you don't feel comfortable with and you have boundaries which is okay it's okay to have boundaries it's okay to, to not be comfortable about having certain conversations whether it's about your finances whether it's about sexual experiences whether it's about um family experience it's okay but then give a reason why it's not okay and also say that i want you to get to know that i just it's so many things i want you to get to know about me and then gradually i will be able to tell that to you when i get to know you a lot of times we got people who expect people to actually read their minds and know what they're actually thinking and that's not the case it's not the case cuz if all of us was able to read each other's mind and know what that person is thinking then we all well what place would this be is a different is a reason why god created us all differently I tell any woman I I go date. I'm here to make your weaknesses your strengths. And what anything I'm weak at, that's what you're here in my life for. Now, if you're not able to help me grow and build on those weaknesses to make those little strengths, I don't need you to help me with my strengths cuz I'm already solid in that. We need to make sure that we cover all the avenues. Or our situation is going to be limited. I know people who that their relationship is based off sex. And it's, trust me, sex is great. Sex is good. I prefer to have sex all the time. But then I also got to understand what a woman mindset and body is. Maybe a woman may not want to have sex all the time. Sometimes she won't be mentally stimulated. Sometimes she want to be fashionably stimulated. Sometimes she just want to just be out there and just be amongst others to show, to show that type of status stimulation. So I try to always make sure that I'm getting the fullness of what that person's intentions are. And whether I meet person in the supermarket, whether I meet the person on the train, whether I meet a person on an app, I'm always trying to understand the overall picture that they presented to me. And to make sure that they're not counterfeit and call them out on their stuff because I'm allowing them to call me out on my stuff. So, this is going to be the ending of the episode or the, the conclusion of this episode of Closure. I just want to thank everyone who has supported me. I want to thank everyone who has had my back. I, have, I even thank the people who even quitted on me. Because... By you quitting on me, allow me the strength to not quit on myself. 
And I will always fight for Michael. I will always fight for my last name, Wyford. And I always would think like my middle name, Solomon. Because I am a king. And I appreciate when, I, when I'm being presented with a queen. And when it comes to my father, and I'll leave you with this. When I was a child, I did childish things. When I became a man, I put childish things away. And I pray that if God ever blessed me with kids, that I'll be a different version of Michael Wofford from the previous version of Michael Wofford. And that's not to say my dad is a bad guy or anything like that. That's just to say that I have grown and I don't want to have my child to feel the same way about me that I feel about him. I want to have leadership by example and I want to lead well. So thank you, everyone. I appreciate you spending this 30 minutes with me. This was so refreshing. I'll apologize for the long wait. It's been, it's been my journey. I can't tell you, hey, it's been crazy. It's my journey. Sometimes some days are busy. Some days are, are, some days are slow. Sometimes I just want to sit there and watch TV and watch 90 Day Fiance. And then sometimes I want to watch basketball. But it's something that I, I want to do because I want to do it. And I'm able to learn and watch so I can be able to do other things. So I'm going to have this episode up. I want to thank everyone. I appreciate you. Listen to it. Share. Um, all the um, platforms. Um, you can definitely get it on Spotify. You can get it on the Anchor app. I just want to say thank you. 